French officials are ordering Apple to stop selling the iPhone 12, saying the phone emits an unhealthy level of radiation and models already sold may need to be recalled. Apple is insisting the phones are safe, but the move could trigger a bigger debate about the health impacts of the ubiquitous devices. This is Pulse Check. I'm Alice Miranda Olstein. Florida's Surgeon General is defying guidance from federal health officials and urging residents under 65 years old to not get the updated COVID booster shots approved this week by the FDA. Medical experts are accusing Joseph Ladapo, who was appointed by Governor Ron DeSantis, of cherry-picking data to argue the vaccines have more risks than benefits for the young and healthy. House is preparing to vote next week on a bipartisan health care transparency package that includes new rules for hospitals, insurance companies, and pharmacy benefit managers. The bill also includes support for community health centers and graduate medical education. And House and Senate Republicans are joining with Democrats to try to renew the expiring global HIV AIDS program PEPFAR, but they face opposition from some conservatives. Politico global healthcare reporter Carmen Pond explains the last-minute effort underway by George W. Bush and others to find a compromise. Thanks for having me, Alice. So we reported recently that there was no deal in sight to reauthorize PEPFAR before it lapses at the end of this month because anti-abortion groups and some key Republicans remain opposed. That's still true. There's still no deal yet. But there were some pretty interesting developments in the past few days. What did we learn? Indeed, we heard top Republicans in both the House and the Senate are working on a reauthorization. It most likely won't be the five-year clean reauthorization that everyone was hoping for just a few short months ago, but at least there is some action on it. So Representative Mike McCall, the chair of the House Foreign Affairs Committee, said that he is working with anti-abortion groups to see if they could include language in the reauthorization bill for PEPFAR about basically not supporting abortion abroad, which is already an existing U.S. law in place, but making sure that that's properly implemented. And he was looking at reauthorization bill of between two and five years. Senator Lindsey Graham, who is both in the Senate Appropriations Committee and in the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, is also working with Senator Menendez, a Democrat of New Jersey, who chairs the Senate Foreign Relations Committee on potentially having a three years reauthorization of PEPFAR. He told me in Congress a few days ago that, you know, he thinks the program works and it deserves a reauthorization. And he said he will consider changes if necessary. I mean, up until recently, it was mainly Democrats who were pushing for a reauthorization and Republicans, at least publicly, saying they opposed it. And so having these key Republicans now saying they do want a reauthorization, that is a big development, even though we don't know if there's something that can actually pass yet. The other thing we learned this week, kind of a scoop, is that some really big GOP figures outside of Congress are getting into the fight. What did we learn? Yes. Yeah, so Chair McCall had lunch recently with former President George W. Bush and with their respective wives. And they did talk about PEPFAR and the reauthorization. And obviously, this is seen as President Bush's biggest legacy by some. So obviously, he would want it reauthorized. He wrote an op-ed recently published in the Washington Post calling for a full five-year reauthorization. He did address the concerns from people who are against abortion rights and said, you know, a program like PEPFAR, which is 
credited with saving 25 million lives is the most pro-life program that exists out there. We've also seen a push from former Pennsylvania Senator Rick Santorum, who also while in office was against abortion for this program to be reauthorized. So people who see the value in this program, obviously President Bush, who created it in 2003, are asking their colleagues in the party to push this through. So remind our listeners what will happen on September 30th if there isn't some sort of deal before then. Time is running out. We've got just a couple weeks left and Congress is struggling to keep the government open and they have a lot of other things on their plate. And so despite the developments, it's still not looking super optimistic. So what could happen? So what looks almost certain is that there will not be a reauthorization by September 30th because the time is so short, as you said. What will happen is that some provisions of the program, such as the proportion of the money in PEPFAR that go towards treatment or towards supporting kids with HIV or kids who are orphaned because of HIV AIDS, that will go away. But one important thing and the most important thing to note is that the money, the funding will continue for the program. This will not be the first time reauthorization is not in place until the September 30th. 30th deadline. It happened in two previous reauthorization rounds, but eventually the program was reauthorized by the end of those calendar years. So the funding will continue, but important parts of the program are about how it is split between the different groups who need support, who need treatment, will basically lapse. And it will be up to the administration about whether they want to continue keeping those measures in place or they want to allocate the funding in different ways. It looks like things will continue as they are, but obviously the longer the uncertainty lingers around reauthorization, beneficiaries of the program, people who are providing treatment to people around the world are concerned that the U.S. focus will move away from HIV at such an important time when, you know, the pandemic, as we know, actually scaled back some progress against HIV AIDS. And we saw a rise in infection in some countries because of the disruption in health services. And there's a commitment, a work commitment and a U.S. commitment to end HIV AIDS as a public health concern by 2030. And obviously, if PEPFAR will continue through yearly budget and appropriations. Many believe that it will not have the strength and the focus that it has now when it's reauthorized on a five-year basis. Yeah, absolutely. And that was sort of the main message of the protesters that came onto Capitol Hill this week and occupied House Speaker Kevin McCarthy's office to try to get him to pressure his own caucus to reauthorize this program. That was really fascinating. So we'll see what impact all of these different developments have. We'll be tracking it closely. Thanks for joining us. Great talking to you, Alice. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese and Alex Keeney are our senior producers. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Alice Miranda Olstein. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.